right, welcome to Lightning Rounds. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Thank, thank you. Thanks, man. You're welcome. You're welcome. You as well. You're welcome. <laughs> I just want to create a welcoming atmosphere in uh, the podcast realm. Um, mm, uh, th- imagine this intro as the welcome mat to um, the MTV Cribs episode <laughs> of our life <laughs> and theology. <laughs> oh my goodness! This is is it. I feel like this is a safe space. It is. Honestly. It is. I feel loved. Like a warm hug mm. as I came into this today. Your voice yeah. is a warm hug. I just want you to oh, know that. Yeah. Just want you to know that. So Thanks, man. Especially through headphones, right? It's like ASMR of just Andrew's voice and his beard rustling through mm. the mic. <laughs> That's not my beard. That was my <laughs> lips. lips. That was not your beard. <laughs> his, beard his beard makes yum yum sounds. <laughs> yum 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 yum. <laughs> It tastes my food before it gets in my mouth. <laughs> it's your, it's, it's a filter. It's your cup bear. It's a cup bear. <laughs> yeah. Everyone needs a cup bear. Andrew didn't wear a mask through COVID. He's like, I have a beard. <laughs> this is an N95 mask. <laughs> I'm fine. I had a guy, I was in LA yesterday or whatever day that was, Friday. And some guy was like, hey, I like, that's a great looking beard. It's really full. <laughs> and I said, I said to him, I don't really never, never know what to say when people say that kind of stuff because it's weird, especially when it's a man. That's weird. <laughs> but I was like, thanks. And he said, is it a lot of maintenance? And I said, of course not. It's a beard. <laughs> you just let it go. That's the whole point. It's the beauty of it. You just let yourself yeah. go and it turns into a fashion statement. Wow. Look at Kanye. <clears throat> Does he have a beard? I don't know. I thought the Illuminati took him. I don't know where he is. <laughs> he's gone. Well, that and just let yourself go. Okay. And he's not Kanye. He's Yee. He's Yee now? Oh, that's right. Yay. Yeah, Yee. Yee. He's Yee. He's, he's getting yay. shorter. Next year is just a, a syllable. Why? E. It's not even a syllable. It's just yeah. a grunt. Yeah. It's breathy. We had a... Well, start us off before we get lost in rabbit holes. Well, wait, wait, that was great. Not, not, I think, I think that intro that sums up lightning rounds. Just, it's. Has you ever watched Seinfeld and how like the premise of Seinfeld, right, was a show about nothing? That's exactly what lightning rounds is. We're just a <laughs> bunch of nobodies talking about nothing. Amen. And uh, if you've hung with us this long, um, who knows if this is episode seven of season three or if this is season four, the beginning of season four, or or or, or what? Um, Thank you for sticking along and listening to our banter and uh, and the joy that it is to record these things because it really is it really is a joy and we're bummed that we haven't been able to do it the past couple months but we're stoked that we're here. Hey, we're here, man, and we're making up for it. Okay, <laughs> that's all that matters. I Put love me you, in, Coach. Man. I love you, man. I'm ready, Coach. Okay, so yeah, this podcast we try to, we talk about all the things culture, life, and the Bible. Um, you know the beauty of it. You get a you get to choose the topics and the questions that we cover through here, and uh, we are the Lightning Rounds crew. My name is Zach. If you if you uh, don't know who this voice is, but I'm Zach. I'm here in Tejas. <laughs> Te- 
Texas. Texas. My name is Andrew. This is Andrew's voice. And it's, I am part French and Spanish at the same time. You're in Santa Ana, <laughs> correct? I'm Andrew, and I'm in Santa Ana. Yes. Santa Ana. I'm Hollow. I'm in San Juan Capistrano, where the swallows go. <laughs> and the... <laughs> yeah, I'm in San Juan. <clears throat> We're also... Speaking of a warm hug, we moved inside. We're no longer in the garage like Hallelujah. like Steve Jobs in the young days of Apple. It's nice and warm in here. It's kind of cool um, that all of our towns, Santa Ana, San Juan Capistrano, Tejano, we're all from, well, I guess I'm Georgetown. That's kind of like the widest. Uh, George. Jorge. George. Jorge. 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 Jorge town. Jorge. <laughs> the village of Jorge. <laughs> Santo Poco. The village of Santo Jorge. <laughs> no, it's cool. It is freezing over here in Texas right now. We are experiencing our winter storm, and uh, everything is frozen outside and lifeless. And uh, <laughs> last time we talked to you, I think you said it was 104 degrees <laughs> for like six yep. days straight. Texas is a state of extremes. It's been 67 here for the last seven years. It's <laughs> terrible. It's extremely always the same. It was weird the other day, though. Like, water just started falling out of the sky here. Yeah. It was weird. Phenomenal. Yeah, I thought the Aztecs were right for a second. Yeah. I didn't know what was going on. There's this weird word for it. It's called ra, ra, Rain. How do you say it? Rahin? Rain. Yeah, it's from the Inca. Um, yeah. For Rahin. Yeah, it was weird. There's like storm watch. It's crazy. Rain, right? Windy. It was windy. Had a tree fall down. <laughs> Two trees. So I had to call my nearest lumberjack. His name Got Lumber Andrew, actually. That's right, baby. And he did you he really have a tree it. fall down? I had two trees. And I have no friends. Um so <laughs> I called my nearest friend. From Santa Ana. Santa Ana. I was like, hey man, you got muscles. And uh he came over and lifted by himself, basically, because I wasn't prepped. He lifted like this 300, I'd say about 300 pounds. It was not 300 pounds. It was 400 pounds. It was four. <laughs> <laughs> this tree. Andrew just. You know what? Make it 600 just pounds. Just manhandled this tree, <laughs> lifted it up from the ground, held it up. And he's like, put the strap in. <laughs> and I got my straps and we ratcheted it to the wall and the tree's wow. good now. It looks a little looks a little brown, but it's up there. It's a little brown. So did it like but... wither from the roots, or was it? Did did the wind knock it over? What what what? Uh... It it got so rainy that the ground was just like saturated, and the tree was so heavy from all the rain. And then the Santa Anas came in, Santa Anas, and it just yeah. So yeah, so uh, Andrew just he came. He lifted and he left, just like that. Let's get into our segment of the podcast, um, which was brought to us by our sponsor, Red Bull, El Toro Rojo. Our uh, <laughs> Andrew Newman came up with this, and that's all I was trying to say. Um, but this is our segment called, what is it called, Andrew? Why don't you intro it? You, I don't, I don't, you, 
you know more. Yeah, let's let's do Make it. Make it a good one too. Okay. Get into it. All right. So every you remember that song from the night. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Give me a second. To, to quote a secular band, every rose has its thorn. Okay. <laughs> Who's singing that song? It was like an eighties hair band. Every rose has its thorn. So <laughs> so today we're gonna do rose and thorn. Uh just for the month of January, maybe. Or you know, you can extend it further. It's February. For, oh, yeah, is it right. February today? I lost it. I'm losing my mind. <laughs> but we're gonna do Roses and thorns. So you're good, the good of the day or the good of the month or the good of the year. And then just the thorn, the thing that's really chapping your behind. You know what I mean? (laughs) (laughs) So roses and thorns, everybody. All right. All right. Andrew, kiss off, man. I think you got, you're kind of teasing us with one. Okay. What's your, what's your rose? What's your rose? Give us your rose. Let's start with the rose. Okay. The rose is, is that as a 37-year-old man, <laughs> um, I feel like I'm getting older, getting weaker. I'm getting chunkier, that's for sure. <laughs> it's getting harder to breathe, just normal things, okay? But someone brought to church uh, like a full-on weightlifting set. It's got 185 pounds on it. And the staff has just been kind of like deadlifting it. And I went in there the other day in sort of a rage and decided I'm going to power clean this puppy right now and press it up over my head just to like, see if I could. And so I did it. I power cleaned 185 pounds and pressed it over my head three times. Did you start a CrossFit? So that was my rose. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like CrossFit. It's just, you have to get super angry first and then do it. Yeah. Crossfit of rage. Crossfit of rage. <laughs> That's what it is. Fit of rage. A crossfit of rage. I like this. <laughs> this is going somewhere. I think we actually have video proof of it. Ooh, um, we're going to link start. it in the show notes for anybody who wants to see Andrew do this. Yeah. It felt good. It felt good. Just, you know, I, I, yeah, I was like, I can still do stuff. I'm not handicapped. I still got it. <laughs> Put me in coach fourth quarter. Throw that ball over the mountains. Um, so that was my rose. For sure. So what's, your thro- what's your thorn? Did you throw out your back while you were? Thorn is. <laughs> <laughs> he called in for the next four days. It's like compressed a vertebrae while doing it. <laughs> Can't feel anything. But I can finally walk. Below my chest. I'm starting to walk weeks. now. So. <laughs> Two weeks, intense therapy, but I'm I'm finally walking again, so that's cool. Yeah, that's my thorn. No, what is your thorn? (laughs) Thorn, just in general, I think uh, I got a bone to pick with the 405 freeway. Oh, It doesn't make any sense. On the straightest part of the freeway, okay, it is the most traffic jammed on my way home. It doesn't make any sense. There's no curves. There's no blind turns. It's just straight, and it's always stopped. Always. There's no merging uh, freeways. There's no it. merging. There's no reason that it should be stopped, but it is. And gosh darn it, I've had just about enough of it. So that's my. Uh, it wasn't like any thorn. accidents or anything, like or life-threatening rescues, or a plane landing on the uh, 
freeway. It could be. <laughs> but it gosh be. darn it, if it, it makes it could me be late again. <laughs> One more severe accident with multiple deaths <laughs> <laughs> makes me sit in the car for another 10 minutes. If I miss the 1030 cutoff for my egg McMuffin one more time. <laughs> Gosh, it's like these people don't even know that I'm in a hurry and super busy. 11 o'clock on weekend. Yeah, no, it's not too. Yeah, that's just uh, cool. It's been a thorn lately mm. where I get in my car. I'm full of joy. The Holy Spirit's moving. Yeah. And then it stopped. And it doesn't make any sense. There's no reason for it. Mm. That's it. I mean, I could go deeper, but I don't want to cry. So, <laughs> just, just one of the, one of the small thorns. That's a small thorn. Very small thorn. There's some really yeah. big ones that happened this yeah. last year that were. But I'm just going to leave it at the freeways are off. Hey, I've called you mm. on the phone while you've while you've driven that that ride home. We've had some laughs. Some, yeah, it's uh, been great. It's, it's, we have. We cried. We cried. <laughs> we've laughed. We wept. I've got. Several two-minute-long voicemails because of these drives. <laughs> Andrew leaves me these voicemails in different voices, and my wife heard one the other day. Now, mind you, she's laughing. We're both cracking up. And her response at the end is, well, he does have a long drive now. They <laughs> <laughs> try to justify why you would leave a two-minute voicemail as Lumiere from Beauty and the Beast. It is me, Lumiere. <laughs> like, no one leaves voicemails anymore. Have you noticed that? That's true. I don't get voicemails anymore. I just get missed calls. I get voicemails for solar all the time. Yeah. Your house is qualified for 10,000 in solar energy. All right, Hollow, what's your, what's your uh, rose and thorn? I'm going to keep it churchy. Keep uh, it churchy. <laughs> I'm going to keep, keep it, it churchy. So, Churchy opportunities. Uh, we, the churchy, <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to start with my thorn. Um, mm. First of all, I, I, I've, we've all been sick. We're better now. This is like the first week we're good. But the year started off with all four of us just sick. Sick as dogs. I had a fever twice this year. I'm like, what is going on? We were all excited. Like, yeah, it's the new year. We uh, launched off like $250 worth of fireworks with my family. We all chipped in like 20 bucks and blew up the skies of Utah. But we thought it was going to be good. And then, uh, yeah, we're super Contact sick. Contact aliens with those fireworks in Utah? We did. They're <laughs> coming soon. I'm okay, um, coming back for the the gold. Um, they're on schedule. The gold statue on top of all the the temples. Um, and so, <laughs> anyways, leading worship. <clears throat> I get back to church. Shout out to Calvary Chapel, Pomona Valley. Woo-woo. And uh, I'm like, it's you know what? It's the first of the year. This is bound to happen. I'm gonna break a string. So we start the song, and it's a it's an upbeat. Phil Wicky, you know. <laughs> And we like we, we start, and I'm like, come on, church, let's get going. And just, bow, like the D string. Uh, that's a rare one yeah. to break. And it just, the whole guitar goes out of tune at that point because of the tension. And I just look over at the band, and I, like, hold my string. And we get through the song and just strumming that E string the whole time. I'm <laughs> trying to make good of it. You're playing. And so it ends, I'm like, but praise God, I have a backup guitar. And everyone's like, yeah, praise the Lord. I was my first week with a new guitar, and I was all excited. So I, like, pull it out. I'm like, yeah, you know what the... Wait, was this this Dre's guitar? This was Dre's guitar, (laughs) which is no no longer mine. I actually gave it back to him. But other story. So I'm, like, doing the in-between talk, you know. Yeah, God's good, you know. And actually, I never have anything to say in between, so I just stay silent. And everyone just looks at me. And so I plug in the next guitar. I'm like, all right, guys, the Lord knew I was going to break a string. 
let's get started. And I start strumming. <laughs> Nothing comes out and realize there's no battery in the oh, second guitar. No. <laughs> so after like three minutes taking off the other guitar, getting the other guitar, just, yeah, no sound comes out. So then Pastor Joe... He has to go get his guitar. At this point, there's now three Gibson <laughs> J45s Gosh. on stage. Not exactly an ad for it. <laughs> I know. I like. I Do pull better. it out, start playing, and I'm like, contrary to belief, this is not all the same guitar. These aren't all mine either. It just looked like I just kept pulling guitars out of my hat. Just like, like wow, right, here's a, another that's one. That's a weird flex, but okay. What's the honorarium for this guy? <laughs> I know. He's <laughs> got three Gibsons. <laughs> Three years. <laughs> so finally start the next song and we basically missed out on like a song and a half um of worship <laughs> like we finished the next song we're like all right let's just pray and get started with the study so that was my thorn um rose it's also been a good year it's been a fun year we've been uh hanging out as a fam we got to go to utah like i said and this weekend we're going to big bear gonna go find some big bears Whoa. so just a lot of i would say just a lot of sweet family time and uh and the voicemails. That's honestly my year. Yes. It's been one twelfth of my year. The Come joy on. is from Andrew's two minute long voicemails he's been leaving me. <laughs> but now you have to sing the song. That and my children and my wife. I love them too. And the voicemails. And the voicemails. <laughs> <laughs> Are those on the same level of love? It's pretty close. Are it's those Phileo? Phileo. Okay. Phileo fish. <laughs> Every rose has its thorn. <laughs> Every cowboy sings a sad, sad song. What sing it, cowboy? Poison. That's it. Thank you. Poison. Oh, that's why it stuck with me for so long. Poison. All right, Zach. All right. All right. Uh, Rose and Thorn. Yeah. Um, Rose. uh, Well, the month of January, I read the Bible in 30 days. That was pretty awesome. It's my second year doing it. Show off. Gosh, freaking shred, shredmeister, shred plan. If you want to know more about this, uh, sounds like I'm a drug that I'm on. <laughs> like, <laughs> why do drug dealers and like essential oilists and like <laughs> use same verbiage? Um, Perfumers, churches, churches, <laughs> churches, <laughs> churches. Uh, no, but actually, that, I mean, it's, it's pretty cool. Um, last year was the first time I did it. This year I did it again. And I was kind of like, I, I feel like I was more nervous doing it this year just because I know like what, like the, <laughs> I know the sacrifice that it takes to like, read 50 chapters in one day. <laughs> like, and, and just as my kids get older <laughs> and as life gets busier, it's just, you, you, yeah, it's, it's wild. And there, there were definitely times where I would be like, 25 chapters to go and it's like 11 p.m. and I'm laying in my bed with like the voice oh. I'm reading while while I have the voice reading it to me like two times speed like and then the Lord said was always tried to go and I'm like holding it reading and like there were definitely times when Emma would come into the room and I'd just be straight asleep holding like sitting up asleep holding my phone in my hands with the audio still playing <laughs> and she would like slip my phone out of my hand plug it in on my little spot by my nightstand and then like she would go to sleep and she'd wake up and i would still be asleep in the position sitting up like with my hands holding like nothing uh so but no that was cool i mean it was it was really cool got some of the guys at our church to to kind of jump in into it too and uh 
it's it's been funny. We've been sending each other '80s bodybuilder photos, and um, <laughs> anyways, that was kind of a weird part of it. But uh, <laughs> that might be edited out. No, that was my rose rose though. I love I love um, I love that that plan. I mean, just being able to to see the Bible at at a huge bird's eye view and, and to to see the forest. Um, not just the trees of it all. It's it's awesome to see the plan of salvation and how all co- like it all just meets in Christ. And oh boy, man, for that that transition from like reading the minor prophets and then like the next day you start Matthew. Oh, it's such a breath of fresh air. <laughs> You're just like, thank God. Because <laughs> like minor prophets are like just death and blood and prostitution and Babylon and wrath and exile. And then it's like, and baby Jesus was born and the angels rejoice. And you're like, you you rejoice with them because you've been reading about the history of humanity and how, how man has just ran away from God without his chaste man. And so that, that's a cool rose, um, uh, to finish off this past month that that's, so, um, my thorn. Give it to us. I would say that that can that can kind of double as my thorn. Was <laughs> <laughs> also the shred. I it's dread also, the shred. <laughs> you dread it. Oh, my oh God. man, it was hard, man. I mean, you you try to like it. It it really it really was. Emma was like like Emma would get so annoyed at like hearing because I would I would read it while listening to the audio at two times. That's just how I because I'm a slow reader. Just I'm 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 a very slow reader. Like internally, when I read, I, I like read slowly and so like i had a i had like the audio reading it at two times speed and so emma would hear it all the time and we'd get frustrated and and this and that and it's funny so um yeah <laughs> it would cause marital strife it would cause, it cause marital <laughs> strife but it's all for the lord i'm just like hey try, stop this. <laughs> like yeah You're like i'm in the minor prophets leave me yeah alone. <laughs> like, this is really hard okay <laughs> yeah so so that's my rose and thorn teaching the minor prophets Dude, teaching teaching the, the minor yeah. prophets is also a thorn. Mm. That was haven't done it. Never done. It. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say that I admire that both of your roses and thorns were um, spiritual <laughs> and serving the Lord. And I'm over here talking about lifting weights. But you did it well, at church. <laughs> no, that's so. And on my way to church. <laughs> I mean, granted, I haven't gone to wow. the gym in like over two years. And uh, so you got that. Everything's on me. just so heavy at the gym. Yeah, everything's just too heavy. It, there's just stuff everywhere. <laughs> I mean, if I was going to be completely honest with my thorn, I think my thorn is um, is is parents that bring sick, ki- sick kids to church. Yeah. Like, oh. Stay home. Yeah, that, you're killing stay me. Home. That, that's, that's my second thorn. I'll stop there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they have one kid. And then you, they infect your two kids that then infect yeah. you two. And like every time someone brings a sick kid to, yeah. to church, yeah, it infects it's all like, hey, four of my kids. You can kids. watch online, take care of your family. Like this isn't work. not required okay. to be there. It's like, okay. like it's okay to stay home if your kid has a fever of like 103 or like yeah, or your kid's You're vomiting. You're not neglecting the fellowship. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. <laughs> You're not neglecting the the gathering together of of believers. Like you're not in sin if you stay home and take care of your kid. Yeah. But and please do, as a children's ministry overseer and worker, <laughs> please do. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I had a kid grab his booger the other day, like from the bottom of his nose, 
and pull it like a shoestring from oh, his nose. Oh, dude. Yeah. And I was like, hey, buddy, do you need a tissue? And he's like, no, I'm good. And he just like wiped it on <laughs> the carpet. his friend oh. in front of him. Oh, dude, it was great. The carpet just yeah, hide, hide the brand there. new carpet. <laughs> There's Landon's little snot ball. Oh, yeah. Just throw Landon under the bus, poor kid. Yeah, I made it up. His name's not really Landon. Oh, okay. <laughs> I couldn't remember. I couldn't read his name tag from where I was standing. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I just can't read in general. So <laughs> I just can't read in general. <laughs> Those who can't do teach. Right? <laughs> I can't even read. Those who can't teach, teach Jim. <laughs> you remember that school rock reference, maybe? Yes, that was great. That was good. Let's jump into our question slash topic of the day. Um, thank you guys for everyone that responded on our social media. If you're not following us social media, um, honestly, you're not really missing out. <laughs> Let's just be here for real. We haven't posted anything in like years. So if you want to be a part of it, if it really like messes with your algorithm of like followers to following, like I get it. Don't follow us. I yeah, but if you want to like occasionally every three months see like a story post or something, like oh, there they are. You can follow us at Lightning Rounds. What a great pitch. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really don't want to do this. That was a great pitch, right? I should, I should be in sales. What a I should great be in pitch. sales. <laughs> that was so good. I mean, you can. We don't have to. I mean. Whatever. We're all going to die anyway. Whatever. It's all going to burn. No, but um, I, I, I logged in there recently and was like, should we destroy this podcast? Should it be resurrected? There's apparently, you know, 25 to 30 people that think that we should keep this going. So we're doing this for you, mom. Anyways. um, And there's some people that send in topics that we should go over. And we chose one of them. So if this is yours... As Andrew likes to say, homeschool high-five yourself right now in the car, on the toilet, or uh, on the treadmill. Do it. In Oh, the, the three T's on, in Do your it. Toyota Camry, in the toilet, or on the treadmill. <laughs> homeschool high-five right now. Three T's. The three T's. <laughs> Toyota Camry. <laughs> I don't know what you, you could have just stopped Toyota. You threw in the model. To, to Toyota. Any model. Tacoma. There we go. Tacoma. Tacoma. Three T's. Tacoma. Toyota. Toyota. That. There That's you go. Sorry, Camry was like the, the funnest. Your, uh, your four-door sedan. <laughs> your Prius. Um, okay, but today's today's question and topic is on the passage in Hebrews 10. 26 which talks about deliberate and habitual sin and um can you <laughs> as we all turn there quickly this is me turning in my bible this, yes. is, this is me swiping my ipad <laughs> although it doesn't actually own a bible <laughs> there's one right there on the shelf <laughs> 
Why does it say <laughs> Latter-day Book Saints? Book of Mormon. Property of Latter-day Saints. <laughs> Elder Hollow. <laughs> <Just> a... <laughs> Dedicated to... I think, Andrew, Andrew, you did a really good job kind of describing what this question is and this topic is getting at. So why don't mm. you just describe that of what you what the what this topic is going to be about just in, just okay. condense before we jump right into it once you kick it okay so the question is from the book of hebrews chapter 10 verse 26 it says for if we sin willfully after we have received the knowledge of the truth there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins but a certain fearful expectation of judgment and fiery indignation which will devour the adversaries um i think the question was uh, if we sin after we are saved, um, continually, if we continue to sin willfully, um, are we truly saved or do we lose that mm. salvation at some point because we out sin, um, the sacrifice mm. of Jesus Christ, I think, um, would be a good way of putting, putting this question. And it's a question that has come up from this mm. text quite a bit. So hollow actually, uh, put me on the right path earlier. Um, from this because I was nervous that I had lost mine and he he answered the question pretty well but I think that's kind of summing up the question can you lose your salvation by habitual continual sin yeah can you lose your salvation and 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 through sin yeah through through habitual sin you know I thought that was really interesting even just to kind of kick off the conversation I wanted to read this um, Barna research uh, article that says their research has shown that the relevance of sin is on the wane, with only slightly more than half of U.S. adults, 56% of U.S. adults, say they consciously and consistently attempt to avoid sinning because they know it mm. offends God. So only a little over half of um, U.S. adults wow. say that they are consciously and consistently attempting to avoid sin. Wow. That's kind of interesting, huh? That is an interesting factoid. I didn't even think you could pull that. That's crazy. I wonder too how many is like an older generation versus the newer generation. Mm. Like fifty percent boomers, fifty percent millennials. That'd be real scary because like the next generation of the church. But hey, that's where Andrew's job comes in. Just <laughs> keep teaching. I wonder how much of that has has been from. Just bad theology, mm. bad doctrine, bad teaching, like where the church has gone soft on calling sin, sin even, or that, Hey, you don't have to believe to belong. Like it's all good. Like we're all, we're all works in progress, which is truth. That is true. We all works in progress. You do have to believe to belong actually though. That is not true. Um, we can have fellowship sort of with people who don't believe in God, but only to a certain point. And to belong to the uh, to belong to the family of God, you have to believe in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Uh, the Bible says you're at enmity with God. Otherwise, mm-hmm. correct me if my yeah. if I'm heretical here. Yeah, no, but that's that's mm-hmm. doctrine. That's true. You have to believe in Jesus to belong to Him. If not, you actually are uh, it says the wrath of God is against you. So, um, but I wonder how much of that has come from the church being more about getting people in the door and less about teaching people what the Bible actually says. That's an interesting factoid that you bring up, Zach. Yeah. 
Well, let's, I mean, I think this, this passage um, can give a little insight into, um, into this subject. And um, so let's kind of, let's dive into the context of this, Andrew. I, I know that you have some context regarding this passage in Hebrews 10. So. Yeah. And context always helps us to interpret the text in front of us um, properly. So the context of the book of Hebrews, it's written to Jewish believers who are experiencing extreme persecution and were being tempted to kind of go back into the old sacrificial system of Judaism um, under Roman rule. And under that time, like Judaism was seen as like a safe haven. You could be a practicing Jew and there wasn't a whole lot of persecution against you, but to declare Christ as God and not Caesar, I mean, you, you were heavily persecuted. Um, and so there was this temptation to go back into the old sacrificial system, as well as just people looking at the sacrifice of Jesus and saying, man, that can't be enough. There has to be more uh, involved. So Hebrews is written to the Jewish Christians, uh, professing believers. They're admonished against, um, unbelief, but it's, it's really a microcosm of the entire Bible, which is interesting about the book of Hebrews. If you understand the book of Hebrews, you're going to understand the Old Testament really well and, and the New Testament really well. So its intention is to tell the Jewish believers, uh, don't leave Jesus. That's the whole point. It's a systematic dismantling of Judaism as a viable option to Christianity. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, you've heard it. Jesus is better when we go through the book of Hebrews. Um, that's the theme. Um, and he sets out, whoever the author is, sets out to prove that Jesus is better than angels. He's better than Moses. He's better than the temple and the priesthood, mm-hmm. the sacrifices. So don't leave Jesus. And Jesus is the only way to God. So that's the context that we're in, um, in looking at this verse itself. So we want to see the forest, like Zach said, we want to see the forest, the whole picture, the intention, the exegetical idea of the book before we hone in and look right at, um, the tree that is, uh, verse 26. Yeah. And that's, that's really important because I mean, if, when you do look at just verse 26, I mean, that's kind of scary to read that verse. My translation reads this way. This is the CSB and it reads it for, if we deliberately go on sinning after receiving the knowledge of truth, there no longer remains a sacrifice for sins. You can read that, like, let's say if you were to just, you know, stitch that on a pillow and give that to your worst enemy, <laughs> you know, or whatever, and uh, and like you were you were to just read that for what it is, that, that it, it's easy to form a theology based off of that verse, um, not in its context, a theology of like, wait a second, so if I know about Jesus and I commit a sin, mm-hmm. there's no more blood for that sin after knowledge, like after salvation. Yeah. It can, it can, you can, you can easily be misguided that way. Would you, would you say that Andrew too? For sure. Well, it's terrifying. I think all of us, all of us, because faith has an element of the unknown, right? Mm. Faith, faith has built into it. This like, that's why they call it faith. If it wasn't, if there wasn't some unknown involved, they wouldn't call it faith. They called certainty. And so in everyone's faith, we have this I think sometimes fear, which is not from the Lord, we have this fear, like, what if I'm not doing this right? And what if I'm missing it? And what if I'm missing some key element to get me into heaven? And what if I'm sinning and I don't even know it? And I'm actually 
I've lost my salvation. I'm not saved. Yeah. It's terrifying. That's terrifying when you come to that, uh, when you start thinking that way. And so, uh, yeah, it's incredibly scary. I used to think about that all the time when I was a kid, like, Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. What if I'm, you know, that's why I got baptized like 19 times. Oh dude, I would, I would give my life to the Lord every night before I go to bed. <laughs> Jesus come into my heart Amen. again. Please. Yeah. It's, it's scary. Cause it's like, man, I don't want to make that. I don't want to make the, what's the, like, what's it called? Like the cardinal sin. I've yeah. done it. Yeah. And there's no saving me now. Um, it's always terrifying like that. Yeah. But that's not what the Bible teaches. Yeah, as a kid growing up, I remember waking up on like Saturday mornings. Little did I know my mom was yard sailing and my dad was doing the lawn, but I was like, I missed the rapture <laughs> as I leave my room and no one's in the house. And just that fear of like, did I, did I blaspheme the Holy Spirit? <laughs> and I think, you know, I forget who said it. I'm sure every pastor said it. But if, if you're worried about these things, I, I think it's safe to say you're safe. <laughs> you know, yeah. if you're thinking about these things, um, you're okay. You know, God's not up there like, oh, finally caught him in that moment, you know. And so, I made my family disappear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Except I didn't jump on the bed all stoked after. It's terrifying. where they closed a section like the freeway behind my house got closed down and there were no cars there was no sound it was just dead silent and dark it's the end of the world and I remember thinking to myself like I'm a grown man like I missed it <laughs> I missed it I did something I did something I didn't, I didn't make it so I'm gonna have to persevere through the tribulation or whatever wow. um, but yeah I think everyone has that when you read that verse, you could easily just go, oh, no. Yeah. Because I sin willfully all the time. And and I think that's kind of the key word is when, when you say I. Like, ah, oh, did I do this? Did I do that? You know, it's not about what we did, but, you know, what Jesus' work has done for us. And so we got to take the perspective and switch it from what I did to what he did. And that really changes your outlook on on everything. Yeah. Well, because the whole chapter is about the insufficiency of animal sacrifices. Right. Or the insufficiency of like man's own attempt at holiness. Right. It's not enough. That's why Jesus came. Yeah. Like, that's why he came so that the sacrifice was complete. Like yeah. the whole point of, of the 10th chapter, he talks about how sacrifices had to continue. There had to be continual sacrifice. Because sins could not be washed away or completely paid for. It was a covering. It was a picture of what was to come. Mm. Jesus completely settling the score of sin and conquering death forever. So we don't have to sacrifice anymore. It's complete. It's done. It's it's um, the quality of sacrifice was so much greater than any animal mm -hmm. or amount of animals or your own or, you know, your own attempts like this is, this is it. This is the completion. This is what God intended to do um, so that we can come to him by faith. 
Yeah. Amen. Amen. And I, I like how you brought that in to, um, into the picture, Andrew, just about the context of, of what chapter 10 is looking at and at how Jesus is the perfect sacrifice and, um, that the old Testament sacrifices were, that their blood was never enough. And, um, I think it'd be safe to even say that, um, even the 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 sin that they are that that twenty six is speaking of, and and correct me if I'm wrong on this, but the, it seems like what the writer of Hebrews is saying here is that this is the sin of apostasy, like this is the sin of like who are utterly rejecting God's gracious plan of saving people and bringing them to glory, like that that sin. There's not um, an atoning covering for that. For they, the, the, almost like what the Pharisees were doing. They, they heard the mm-hmm. truth. They saw the truth. They saw the miracles. Um, but they continued to reject that, to, um, to crucify him in that. And even, uh, a dying rejection, not all the Pharisees, but some, uh, some of them, um, uh, rejected it uh, yeah. completely. For sure. And, um, this is a disregarding of that. Yeah. This is in in a sense. This isn't like the this isn't like the the occasional sin or the or weaknesses of Christians. Like oh man, like I I I lied or I lusted or I stole or I hated my neighbor, and like does this mean that God's blood isn't enough for me in this? Um, mm-hmm. it, like it, it's 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 more so the sin of of um of someone that's committing that apostasy towards Christ of of like that rejection of Him. Completely. Yeah. Yeah. I think verse 23 unlocks 26 because it says, let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful. So he's talking about people that are going back into Mm -hmm. Judaism again, going away from Jesus. And he's saying there is a responsibility in all of us that Christ holds us fast. I love that him. Mm -hmm. He will hold me fast. But also, we have to lay hold of him as well. Jesus isn't going to force you into his heaven. Like, he's not going to make you sit at his feet for all of eternity and be like, you're going you're gonna to sing to me yeah. and you're going to like it. All right? Mm. Okay? Whether you want to be here or not. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't think we can't lose our salvation. You can leave it. You can say, I don't want this anymore. I think, you know, deconstruction is so hot right now. Um and people are leaving the faith and saying, I don't believe this anymore. I don't want this anymore. I don't, I don't hold to that anymore. And that's what the writer of Hebrews is saying. Hold fast. Like, don't let go of the simple truth of the gospel that you once held to and then go back into something and try and earn it. Um, because even if you sin, if we sin habitually, if we, if we struggle with sin, there's a difference between um, like, sinning with the, I don't know, there's not a difference. Sin is sin, whether it's willful or you think, you know, omission or, or commission, whether you commit it, knowing what you're doing or whether you're, you know, the right thing to do and you don't do it. Sin is also always like a willful choice. So is there so much, can your sin tank fill up more than the grace tank of God? Mm. And eventually like you out sin God's grace, I guess would be the other question. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I think this warning that's given here in, in chapter ten is it's a warning for those that that aren't showing concern or anxiety about sin. Um, that, that rather it's 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 a warning to those that are justifying it, huh? 
almost like they're determined and they're resolved in their rejection of Christ. And it's like, Hey, if you, if you, after hearing the truth and after rejecting it and continuing that sin of apostasy of rejecting it, like there's, there's not going to be a, a, there's like for that sin of the ultimate rejection of Christ. Um, you know, when you die and you, you, you go, you stand before him. Um, there, there is no covering for that. You, you rejected the sacrifice that was offered. Um, but for the Christian who right. is weak and um, who has, who ha- like every one of us, has a heart that is prone to wander, that is, that is prone, um, that is, that are still fighting sin, that is still mm. being sanctified and made into the image of Christ. We are, we are already seated, but not yet, and and so we are in that tension, um, um, and that mm. for that Christian that is struggling and and that is still fighting, you know, it's a. Uh, it's it's it, this this verse this verse isn't necessarily um, speaking towards us that it does warn us though it does warn us um, like it like like it says there and I thought it was really interesting too is um, I have this quote from from C S Lewis in his uh, book Mere Christianity and C S Lewis uh, listen listen to what he says right here he says uh, C S Lewis writes he says quote no man knows how bad he is till he has tried very hard to be good. A silly idea is current that good people do not know what temptation means. This mm-hmm. is an obvious lie. Only those who try to resist temptation know how strong it is. After all, you find out the strength of the German army by fighting against it, not by giving in. You find out the strength of wind by trying to walk against it, not by lying down. I mean, even what C.S. Lewis is saying here is, is, is if you are feeling the effects of temptation and the fight and the pull against that prone to wanderness, that's showing you or, 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 or revealing to you even uh, today that you are fighting against it. You are standing in the face of the wind. You are advancing against that army of the enemy that, that, is, that is attacking you. You know, But if you don't feel any of that and you, you aren't anxious or you aren't concerned about sin or you aren't, you know, um, in that sense... Um, yeah, you 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 have given into it, you know. And so there there is that safety that, um, that the the soft heart towards Christ, the soft heart mm-hmm. of the Holy Spirit that He gives us that that He's He's broken a heart of stone, He's given us a heart of flesh, that we are sensitive to the things of the Lord, and, and just like you said before, Hollow, that if we are concerned towards these things, that 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 is proof of the Holy Spirit being alive within us. Um, that is proof in that. And, and I think too, you know, an encouraging verse, even in the midst of this, when I was kind of um, reading this and I was, I was like, man, what, what, what's some scripture we can give to, you know, to maybe those that are, that, are, that feel like they're just getting beat down by sin. Maybe they're getting beat, getting beat down, get, getting beat down by a continual sin that, that they're struggling with. Um, and they're trying to overcome and they're fighting to overcome and they're, 
and they're wrestling with the doubt of this verse of like, is it, is there enough blood for me? Like, even though I continually mess up, like I, and, um, this is the end of, uh, Jude, uh, the book of Jude in verse 24. And look at how sweet this says. It says in, in verse 24 and 25, it says to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you before his grace presence without fault and with great joy to the only God, our savior, be glory, majesty, power, and authority through Jesus Christ, our Lord before all ages now and forevermore. Amen. And I think it's it when you rest in that and understand it is him who is holding me. It's not my grip on God. And it's not like my salvation is dependent upon how well I grip onto the Lord. And it, well, guess what? You're, you're going to fail. You're going to mess up. You're going to sin. You're going to fall short of that. And, um, but it, it's, the Bible teaches us it's, it's not so much, um, our security and our salvation is not dependent upon how tight our grip is on the Lord through our good works or our resistance towards sin. But the Bible teaches us that our salvation is, 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 is solely based on the work of Christ and on him who is able to keep us, like Jude says, to keep us from stumbling. And he is the one who is able to present us before, um, his glorious presence without fault and great Mm -hmm. joy. Yeah. I think, I think people read this, um, you know, like we said, with that fear, um, and thinking like, am I backsliding in this moment? Um, there's two quotes here from the internets that I found. Um, it says it has nothing to do with backsliders in our common use of that term. A man may be, may be overtaken in a fault or he may deliberately go into sin and yet neither renounce the gospel nor deny the Lord that bought him. His case is mm. dreary and dangerous, but it is not hopeless. And I, I think a lot of people look at this verse like, okay, did I, you know, did I out sacrifice it? And I mean, we've been talking about this obviously the whole time, but just in, in very dumbed down terms, if we go on sinning deliberately, that is if we go on rejecting Christ after we've heard about what he's done for us and going back to an old way of life, that's where the fault comes in. If we say, Hey, I heard about Jesus, I'm going to reject it. And I'm going to continue to be good. I'm going to be a good moral person and deny Christ. That's where there, that's where there's no more sacrifice. We can't go back to the animal sacrifice and say, Oh, you know, I rejected Christ, but I slaughtered a lamb today. So all's good. <laughs> like there, there is no further sacrifice. And I think people read this yeah. as Jesus's sacrifice. There's no longer a sacrifice that Jesus did for us. That's, that's contrary to what this whole chapter is talking about. Jesus is the final sacrifice. Therefore, no other sacrifice is good enough. That was good. No, that's good. That's the summary for the dumbed down me that I got out of it. And so if if I can throw one last idea as we kind of close this conversation off to you guys, you know, (laughs) Andrew, we like to talk about this all the time. Whenever I used to go into your office and we'd always, you know, we'd have our own little cultural moments and we'd talk about society and (laughs) culture and, and, (laughs) you know, with our leather chairs and books of mahogany and uh, our pour overs. Your single Chemex, origins. single origin Chemex, <laughs> Chemex. <laughs> but we used to always um, say that you can you can take any idea, and the pendulum can swing both ways. Um, you can swing right. towards the complete and um, in one direction, where you are, you read this and you say, "I need to do good. I need to, you know, make sure that I am not sitting at all." You know, and, and then, then it becomes a very, mm. um, the problem with that when swinging that way is, is your, your walk with Christ is very workspace. It's, 
Um, it's your salvation is works based. You think I'm in right standing with God because yeah. I don't deliberately sin, because I don't um, habitually, um, you yeah. know, uh, do these things. And so there's one pendulum that swings that way when reading this verse. And I think the other side is 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 it can you can swing in the complete opposite of this, and and say no, Christ is enough. He is enough. So it's okay if I sleep with my girlfriend. It's okay if I, you know, you know, cuss this guy out on the freeway. It's yeah. okay if I, you know, get drunk on the weekends. It's okay if I dabble in this pornography. If it's okay if I continue this lifestyle of um, lying and of hatred towards my neighbor. Verse 23 says, let us hold fast to the confession. What do we confess at salvation is that I am saved by the grace of God through faith. Like I'm saved by his sacrifice alone. And I put my faith and trust in that. If I, if I hold fast to that confession that I'm saved by grace through faith, then the devil will try and push me to either side of that pendulum of legalism or without law or totally liberalism of, which is antinomianism. It's the same, you know, without law, there's no, like everyone's saved. Yeah. Um, the grace of God is so big that, you know, it'll push you to love either wins. side. Yeah. Love wins and all this stuff. Mm. No hell. Like mm. the reality of hell is pushed aside as well. So we hold fast to the confession that we are saved by grace through faith. And there, like you said, Zach, there is safety in that. There's such safety mm-hmm. in that. And there's such joy and peace in knowing that no matter what I did yesterday or today, I'm saved because of the grace of Jesus Christ over my life and because I place my faith and trust in him as savior. Yeah. Um, and so there's safety in that. And then the, what it should propel me to do as grace being my teacher, as Titus tells us, he tells us to put off like works of the flesh, those things. And I want to walk with Jesus because now I can, I can live a different kind of life than I did. So, um, doesn't mean I'm not going to struggle with the flesh or the old things and may have, may have a, a weak month where I'm just like not living according to what God has said, but there's grace still, there's sufficient grace. There's still sufficient mercy. There's still repentance, which is the remedy for sin. Like if you're in sin, repent, the Bible says that's, that's the remedy. That's how it's solved. That's how we get back into right relationship with God is through repentance and turning confession. And then uh, forsaking those things. So there's always hope as long as there's, you know, as long as Jesus' sacrifice is there, man, there's hope in it. And it is, it's there for eternity. and I were talking about earlier it goes on and you know this could keep going but Hebrews 12 let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely and let us run with endurance the race that is set before us looking to Jesus the founder and perfecter of our faith and I I, you know there are things that are going to slow us down but that doesn't disqualify us it doesn't say you know there's a weight done sit on the sideline It, it says keep moving forward 
you know, they're going to slow you down. That says so easily ensnared. It doesn't even say ensnared, like past, like, okay, now we're good. But it's the ensnares. It's continually. It's going to happen. We're going to keep falling short. But the main thing is just looking to Jesus as, hey, he's the final sacrifice. Um, last night, I was talking with my daughter, and she was pulling feathers out of her pillow because the pillowcases were <laughs> off. And she's pulling one feather at a time. And, and I come in, and we just like... I deep cleaned her room last night. My wife was cleaning our room. I was like, I'm going to clean her room because she's having like coughing attacks. And they're like, make sure it's dust free. So I'm like, okay. And so we like, I like clean the fan. You ever clean your fan? Mm-hmm. It gets all wild. So I clean the fan and everything. And I come back in and there's just a little pile of feathers <laughs> blowing around the room. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I just vacuumed. <laughs> I just, I, I had a wet little like cloth and wiped everything down. And so... I come in and I'm like, babe, don't do that. Baby, not babe. babe. Babe's my wife. And so I'm like, baby, don't don't babe, do that, kiddo. Babe, babe, <laughs> and babe. And babe. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So I come in. Babe. <laughs> babe, no. Babe. 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 And <laughs> 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 I'm gonna die. Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, yeah, baby, come in, and I'm like, don't, don't pull the feathers out. <laughs> I'm like, I just, I just cleaned, okay. And she's like, okay. And I turn around, and like literally, I turn around for half a second. I like turned my body, and then I turn around again, and she's doing it again. <laughs> and I'm like, did you? Are you pulling feathers? She goes, no. And I'm like, and there's a feather in her hand. And I'm like, yeah, baby, did you? And I'm like trying to get her to admit. And she's like, no. I'm like, kiddo, did you pull feathers out? And she goes, yes. And she starts crying. (laughs) And I go, why why did you lie? And she goes, I was afraid of you getting mad at me. Yeah. And she's losing it. And then I'm like, oh, man, I'm failing as a father. She's afraid of me getting mad at her. But just thinking like that's. That's not the God we serve where he's like waiting for us to mess up so he could punish us. You know, you look at, you look at, uh, Adam and Eve, you know, when they fell and God says, you know, why were you hiding? And they say, you know, we were, we were afraid we were naked and we heard your voice. Naked and afraid. Naked and afraid. <laughs> season. <laughs> the original season. Season, one. <laughs> season zero. But that, that's Origins. not the God we serve. Origins who's you know waiting for us to mess up and and who comes back with this reply of like all right now you're in trouble that's it now you get verse 27 where it goes on to death. you know death and fire um but yeah it was it was a good picture last night just seeing that like man okay i love my daughter i i don't want to be upset when she makes mistakes i just want to see her do the right thing and how much more our our loving father who's you know who's got our back. He's, he's there for us. So I don't know. That was a long story with a little payoff. <laughs> it was great. She came to the window. She came to the window right now, dressed as Anna. Yeah, she Frozen. wasn't scared anymore. Yeah. So I'm not afraid anymore. <laughs> you hear me? I'm not afraid anymore. <laughs> ah! I think though, if, if I can just give practical advice, um, you know, let's say you're listening to this and you are struggling with habitual sin. You are struggling with uh, deliberate sin. Maybe there's a certain um, 
Yeah, there's just something that the enemy has, uh, there's maybe a stronghold in your life. Um, if I can give any advice that, you know, that I've, I've learned myself and even in just sharing in discipleship of other young guys and through, through all this is that you, what you have to do is, is not, it's not just saying no to these things, but it's, 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 you say no to the lesser so you can say yes to the greater. And, and it's this idea of turning your desires, um, ultimately to where they can truly be satisfied and fulfilled, you know, cause ultimately we, we sin is the cheap substitute, right? It's, I mean, you take it all the way back, like you said, hollow to the garden and it's the cheap substitute when the tree of life was there to be eaten of and the presence of God walking in the cool of day was there. We chose the cheap substitute. We, um, and, 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 it, and, it, and, and so every, even, even in our, even in our, these temptations, these longings that we have, you know, I think it was Augustine who says our hearts are restless until they find their rest in thee. And, 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 and this longing that you have ultimately is fulfilled in Christ. Find that fulfillment in Jesus, um, turn towards him and realize that you were created for him, that he is your, um, your, your greatest pursuit. You know, Jesus would say, um, um, speaking to the Pharisees and, and those that were um, around him when he, when they were desiring bread from him, he, he you know, they're saying, bring us manna from heaven, you know, and he, and he would say, hey, your forefathers ate that manna um, in the wilderness and, and they died. Mm-hmm. And, and, and even, even, even before that, they ate that and guess what? They were hungry again. And he says, I've come that, you know, there, there's a bread from heaven that if someone eats this, they will never hunger again. And they're like, well, give us this bread and it'll be enough for us. And then Jesus would turn and say, I am the bread of life. Whoever eats my flesh, whoever drinks my blood, he will be satisfied. He will never hunger, will never thirst. Again, it's that same word that's used in John 4 when he, when he meets that woman at the well and, and, and has a conversation about water. And it's this idea of the gospel, the bread, the body of Christ, the blood of Jesus. As we consume this, as you said it so uh, wonderfully, Andrew, as we confess this, this grace through faith. Yeah. And we realize that that is where our, our worth is. That is where our longings are satisfied yeah. is in a relationship with God. Um, then um, it, it, it's, it, it, will, it will make you... Um, it, it will make it, I'll say this, it, it will help you in your battle against sin and your yeah. fight against habitual sin. Um, yeah. I don't know if that made sense, but in, in like a, in a, in a short, cheap way, it's just like quit eating fast food, start eating the, the, the sirloin steak that's right in front of you. That's offered before you, you know, um, we, we, we are, we, I think C.S. Lewis, not, I've been quoting C.S. Lewis all, all day today, but he says, you know, we're, we're creatures that are too easily pleased. When, when, when offered eternal life and satisfaction, we choose the cheap substitute. We choose sex, drugs, alcohol, you know, all these, these vices. We choose the lesser. And God is saying that is that longing you have that you're chasing after these things. It's ultimately fulfilled in me. Be satisfied in me. Come to me. And so um, that's what I would encourage is um, don't just be someone that says no to sin if you're trying to fight sin. Um, but be somebody that replaces that no, that longing with something greater, you know, um, with seeking him out, with spending time in his presence, with reading his word, with praying, with getting outside, with being among other believers, you know, the, these spiritual disciplines of, uh, of our Christian walk and ultimately finding, 
satisfaction in Christ. Amen. Yeah. That's the bow. We wrap this up and you just put the bow on top. Yeah. Thanks for hanging us with us at Lightning <laughs> Rounds. Um, tell somebody today that we're back. Back, baby. <laughs> I'm back <laughs> for the next yeah. time. <laughs> We're back. We're trying to get this uh, this podcast rolling again. But please send us. I mean, the way that we get this going is is content. So we need topics. We need questions. So send us uh, send us those. You can either email them to us. Um, ask lightning rounds at gmail dot com. So send us an email that way. Or if you're on Instagram and you're not following us, <laughs> you can follow us at lightning.rounds.podcast. Do it. And that's where you can send us, uh, send all that stuff in. So there you go. Thanks for hanging with us. I don't know if you guys have any closing things you want to say before we head out. Just do it. Pursue your dreams. Do it. That's it. It's good enough. (laughs) That's all. Oh, wait. Every rose has a thorn. Okay. Mm. And every cowboy sees a sad, sad song. Mm. Amen. That's all. Amen. Signing off. Sayonara. Adios. I'm sorry, Dad. Why? Because I'm a habitual sinner. (laughs) Father, forgive me.